You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. All right, welcome into another edition of the Jim Day Podcast, and I can't believe I'm sitting across from this guy. Finally, we finally nailed it down. He's been the number one. You you listeners out there like, got to get Votto, got to get Votto, got to get Votto. Well, we are delivering today. Joseph Daniel, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, We made the promise together. We did at Red's Fest. Season, yeah, in front of all the season ticket holders, and here we are now. So You were wavering at first. For those that don't know, the season ticket holders have an event at Red's Fest, and it's a, man, there was a, a big, big turnout. And one of the perks of being a season ticket member is you get like in, in behind-the-scenes type interview. So Joey was the interview, and I was the interviewer. And uh, someone in the crowd said, "Hey, when are you going to do the podcast?" It was a question, and you're like, eh, nah, 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 nah. "I don't, I, I don't think I was that apprehensive about it. I think that they, I think first of all, the crowd was excited about it. Yeah, and you, you sold it pretty good. And 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 <laughs> you know, I came out here early to spring training, and, yeah. and I didn't know you'd be out here. So this is oh, great. Yeah. I came with this intention. Yeah. Uh, th- th- seriously, really? uh, it's like I, I came this early. Like, if I'm going to get him, it's going to have to be early before he gets locked in. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Wow, I that is such an honor. Thank you. That I'm means totally a lot to me. Thank you. So wow, 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 wow. This is like uh, you know, she shoots, he scores. <laughs> okay, you got me, and you know, here I am. But um, going back to that season ticket holder thing. What a turnout! Yeah, it was it great, was, it was and amazing. we had a good time. And yeah. that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. I'd done, uh, you know, we did the with Marty and Tom. We did some kids Q and A's, yeah. and we did some fan Q and A's. But that was like the first time I think I had done something where I would just doing an interview and just bantering on stage, and yeah. and, and then the 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 crowd gave a little bit of feedback. But I didn't know there were so many. You know, I guess I'm kind of being a little naive, but there was a ton of ton of fans there, all there really ticket was. holders, which is great. The feedback was fantastic because Good. they don't get to – you're so locked in in the season um, and, and you take your craft so seriously that they don't necessarily see the side of you that they saw that day. That, one, I know you're a funny guy. One, I know you got a great personality that you don't wow. always get to show. Wow, you're making me feel awfully good right now. No, no, seriously. You're, uh, But they <laughs> saw it that day and you had a lot of fun and – I couldn't believe. I mean, you can see this on the internet. It's somewhere on there. On me trying yeah. to. All, all of a sudden, we're singing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put that song on for us. The song, the song we're talking about is yeah. uh, Jackson with. Uh, I'm gonna forget the forget the female's name, but uh, Johnny Cash and again, I, I'm gonna forget it. But it was it was um, a song that we had decided that we were gonna sing together. Yeah. So and someone in the audience asked the question: If you were going to do a duet, duet. Jim and Joey, what yeah. would the song be? And you yeah. said Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And we both went back and forth. It didn't matter if we were doing Johnny's or the female's version. I don't, it I didn't did, matter. I it was such a great song. It's such no, a great you song. were carrying it. Oh, I, well. The, I, crowd, the crowd filled in, too. I only knew the chorus. Yeah. If you look at the the video, you're like, well, he didn't know the words, except I'm going to Jackson. It was a good time. That's about it. was a good time. All I knew. But. It was a good time. I, I, I Yeah. I, like you said, man, I... um. You know, during the season, I feel like I want every ounce of energy. I want all of my focus and, and, and directed towards 
my job, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, you put, I don't want to say you put life. I mean, I'm uh, on hold, you know, but, um, as, as badly as I want to see, for example, my family, my, my brothers and my mom, uh, friends and, and be social and, and just have, um, have a personal life. I feel like, you know, I feel like everything has to be put on hold and, and, uh, it's the only way I feel like I get the most out of myself. And so, you know, everything has to be measured. Is it taking away from my energy energy? Will this take away from my ability to recover? Will it take away from my ability to perform? And it sounds like an awfully sad, lonely life. And, and it isn't, you know, because I'm grateful for what I do and I've always wanted to do this, but there definitely are some things that you just, they get paused, things get paused in life. And so getting to open up at Reds Fest, you know, and, and getting to open up in my free time is, you know, that's why we're doing this, po- this podcast right now. You know, I, I have a little bit of time before we really ramp it up and, and I turn into a, the grouch, you know, <laughs> I truly am. Hey, I wasn't going to say it, but the, I don't want to say grouch, but you're just locked in, man. You're, that's nice of you. Thank you. You are locked in, but yeah. I, people, I, I kept telling people, oh, he's got a personality underneath there. And they're like, Oh, we never see it. And uh, so it was, for the the season ticket holders that got to see it, I think they were um, they were very very not surprised, but it was refreshing for them to yeah. see it. So yeah, no, I I, I I love crossing paths with the with the Reds fans and and I, I've like I've mentioned like I mentioned on stage, I've so many people have turned into familiar faces and names. Yeah, where I say hello and the, the, you know I've seen them 10, 20, 50 times, and it's it's such a treat. So. Um, you know, that's, that's usually they're in that, uh, season ticket crowd for sure. Do you feel like you've grown as a person and your personality though? 10 years ago, I'm not sure that interview would have happened. Is that? Oh, for sure. I think you're right about that. I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, there's something about, okay. So when I first came into the league, um, there was a, um, there was a atmosphere of def- deference. So everybody that was older than you, everybody that had more experience than you, everybody that had, we use the we use the term service time. Everybody that had more service time than you, um, you deferred. And rookies uh, were typically quiet. They kept to themselves. They didn't have feedback as far as how they should be used or where they fit in the clubhouse or where they sit on the plane or where they sit on the bus or team policy or what we wear. Uh, and that. I came from the school that that's a zero to three thing. So from your first day in the league until your third year in the league, you've got nothing to say. There's no feedback you can give anybody. And so I stayed quiet. And so, and that also carried. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, that carried into my interactions with the media. Yeah. And when you're, you know, I, I was a little bit older as a rookie, 23, mm-hmm. 24. Right. 24 was my first year. Um, but I, I, I'm naturally pa- not passive per se, but like naturally defer- uh, deferential, you know, I'm, I'm going to listen and then take, take not a back seat, but more just like wait and see where I fit in. And I came up with Ken Griffey Jr. 20 years in the league, you know, um, Kent Merker, 18 years in the league, Dave Weathers, 18 years in the league, Eddie Gordado, 18 years in the league, Mike Stanton, 18 years in the league. Um, and I'm missing probably about six, seven, eight guys. You know, right. I'm also. Missing I didn't think a, of it like that. I you never, did come up with all those. guys. It was a hyper old team. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Rhodes was 42 years. Oh, old. Arthur Rhodes was all and, business, man. And there, there was, there was, and then I'm not even in naming the guys with eight to 12 years in the league. Yeah. 
we're talking about guys who are 40 that have 12 year old kids right. that have three kids that have their kids in the clubhouse so i felt like for the, my first few years i'm going to sit i'm going to listen i'm going to learn i'm going to try to perform well you know baseball has always been like crazy hard for me and um it's required that like you know i've i feel like i've played well in my career crazy hard well i feel like i've <laughs> i've played really well but i do feel like it's required my everything out of me it really has and so um any sort of distractions like if i was distracted by inter clubhouse politics or if somebody was on me about something uh you know maybe an older guy didn't like what i said in the media you know i remember actually my very first week I said something about, I forget what, and they posted on the 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 corkboard, you know, made fun of me. They highlighted it and, and circled it and told everybody, and then they pointed to me. And I remember thinking, oh, that's never going to happen again. I'm going to I'm going to be so black and white. I'm going to be so PC. I'm going to be so standard with my responses until we'll see. And it wasn't until you know you win you, you know, a player wins the most valuable player and the team plays well and you go into the playoffs and you start you start making some money and you start feeling more comfortable and confident, then you feel like you can open your mouth a little bit. But you know it takes time. It takes time. And again, I I didn't want any distractions, and uh, that's the reason why it's taken me years to you know goof around on the field or like goof around with the media or goof around with my teammates because I feel free enough to kind of compartmentalize things. And um, interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, back then, uh, you said you carried that over to the media. Um, there were a lot of us that didn't know how to approach you. Yeah, um, I still get that now, which is yeah. totally unfair. And, and I don't, I don't even know how to phrase this. Um, that they would think that, and I don't mean this as a put down at all. I don't even know how to phrase it. The first thing that comes to mind is that you were at times socially awkward or maybe shy yeah. a little bit with, around people, fans, yeah. media. Uh, is that safe to say that you were a little bit in that and you're not so much now or um, were you just totally locked I in? was really scared of messing up um, and I was really scared of being called out and I was really scared of anything media-wise interrupting. You know, I was offered the cover of Sports Illustrated and they did a, they didn't, um, a, um, uh, a story on me. It was the, the cover story, obviously. And I remember thinking about passing on it just because, you know, I grew up reading Sports Illustrated. I, I paid for my own subscription. I'd lay in bed reading it. You oh, know? yeah. I was the same way. Yeah, couldn't yeah. wait and till it came. I couldn't yeah. wait till Tuesday it came. Yeah, ab absolutely. And it would have been a dream come true being put on the cover, but part of me was like, I don't know if I can handle this, you know, and just because of the attention, the potential distraction, and I still feel that. I still have that natural inclination now, but I've learned to kind of bust through that feeling. But as far as shy, I... I, I suppose maybe, I mean, you learn a lot as you mm -hmm. go. Um, I'm naturally quiet, I think, but if you get me around the right people, but now, now as I've, now as I've like gotten older, um, I may be hard to approach, but it's more, can we cuss on here? Yes. More. I just don't want to deal with bull. <laughs> you know, so many people come up and interrupt, uh, the momentum of my workday with, inane questions things that you yeah. know posing questions that they know the answers to but they're being cute you know that's so, the worst part of my job yeah or not being cute but i've got to like come up to you and I, well hey this is a big series well it's i like it's i like talking suit. to you because it's it's a different dynamic because i i when i speak to you we you and i 
have an agreement and I, I've accepted this agreement. It's not, it's not something we've spoken about, but we have to say, I didn't, I missed the agreement. No, it's, a, it's an understood agreement that <laughs> yeah. we're speaking to not only the dedicated fan, but also the first, the new fan. Yeah. So when, yeah. when we're speaking, when I speak to you, whether in front of a camera or behind the scenes, we're talking about things that you're going to be explaining to the potential new fan, to somebody yeah. that's never watched ball, somebody that watches ball and keeps it in the background. Uh, and so we're, it's like front page conversations, you know, it's not like, it's like big idea conversations. It's, and then we'll obviously get into some of the nuance, but I, I accept that. So I know when I speak to you, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to deal with that. But I, I just always have, I have an issue with, with people that come from, you know, they, they don't know, know me and, and, um, you know, I, I try to be patient with it, but they don't know me. And, and they're asking, like I said, questions I've answered before and there's been yeah. times where I answered the question eight years ago and they're asking me again just because they're again trying to do what they're trying to do right and I again I respect people doing their thing of course but there's a cuteness to it that I don't like yeah no I I, I get it um, when you said that you know you didn't want distractions or that they put that thing on the bullets board and that would never happen again how at the same time have you been able to deal with critics because Let's face it, there are critics in everything. I mean, even my social media feed, I mean, you better have some thick skin because people are just course, ruthless, yeah. man. I mean, they're just ruthless to you. Um, the, the criticism of the walks or whatever, it, you know, not necessarily agreeing with your approach to the game. How have you been able to deal with the critics? Because you have uh, so many people that love your game. I mean, you are by far the most popular Reds player. Um but you also have the critics. How have you been able to deal with that? Um, so um, I will say I've, I, over the course of my career, I've had lots of different um, takes and rarely has f uh, fan takes bother me. Although, you know, I recognize the truth in some of them and I respect that. Um, I usually know when I'm not doing well or doing my best. Um, you know, they're unfair to everybody. They were unfair to Jordan. They're unfair to, you know, oh, yeah. Barack Obama. They're unfair to everybody. It's, it's just, uh, just the nature not to get into politics, but they're unfair with everybody, no matter the pedestal. You well, get we're to, in a cynical you, you society, know. man. It's and, a and cynical as it world. Should be, I, 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 the more I think about it, I think it's healthy. I think it's, I, I'm a huge uh, First Amendment person. I, I, there's nothing I believe in more maybe in my life. And I love that people, I think the healthiest um, approach to life is hearing hearing every single angle inside. And so not to, again, not to get into the Constitution here, but... Um, the I, Prime I, Minister I, of Canada. We've got a different Constitution. <laughs> um, same, um, very, 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 very close. But... Yeah. Um, oh my God. The lights just went out. Are we, are we, are we still going right now? We're still going, literally. Hold on, let me turn some lights on. Oh, that's crazy. We weren't moving, I guess that's why. Okay, let's get back on track here. Yeah. So I don't have social media. Yeah. Um, on on rare occasions, I'll type in my name into Twitter or type in my oh, name don't do into, that. into Google. No, 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 hold on, let me finish. <laughs> Often it's just to make sure that I'm quoted well. Yeah. Often it's just to make sure that, uh, just to make, for example, something crosses our, uh, you know, I encounter something, I want to rehear it, for example. But most often it's just to make sure I'm quoted properly. And um, I don't stay on it. I don't really, I, you know, I, I, I'm at my most anxious when I'm doing really well because I don't want to hear 
I don't want people putting caps on me. I've said that before. I, I don't like limits being put. So if I'm doing well, I don't want people telling me about regression to the mean and telling me that, yeah. oh, he's on a hot streak, et cetera, et cetera. So as far as the critics over my career, it's evolved. You know, when I first came in the league, it was, you know, Google searches, message boards, fans writing letters, whereas now it's, you know, Instagram, Instagram comments and, and the beast of Twitter feeds and or comments and posts and reddits and all of these different things. So uh, I'm not on any of them. I rarely check them. I, I, I know what it takes to be good. Well, as know? a baseball player, I would not be on it. Either. Yeah, yeah. But you know, there's some wonderful support there. And there's yeah. some really smart people. And there's some good ideas. And there's some group think that turns into like helpful, yeah. helpful ideas. But I, I'm I I've been really good in the past, and I I'm always trying to chase that. Yeah. So like no, and I'm I'm a tough critic on myself. You know I'm I um I've always been really hard on myself, and and it's benefited me in some ways, and it's worn me out in other ways. And but that's the you know that's that's the good and bad of I think uh, of of a high stress job and and a person that you know I think of myself as kind of not a perfectionist. I'm not that, but I'm I'm you know I'm I hold myself to a high standard. If you were able to right now look in, go back in a time machine and the player that first came up at 24 years of age and maybe the next five years after that, and you were able to say something, talk to him, yeah, that guy, what, what, what would you say to the younger Joey Votto right now? Um, try to get more money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Try to front, try to fr- try to front load oh. the contract. Oh. Don't, don't back load it, front load it. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone puts up, well, he's earning such and such this year. And it's, um, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, 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 that's I, very funny. <laughs> See, I love that. People take that the wrong way, but that's very funny. Oh, they can take it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, truly, I don't mean it. I, what I mean is um, what, I would, uh, what I would tell myself. Um, I, I thought I did it right. I thought I did it right. I, don't, I, I, gave, I gave everything. I could not think of, you know, when the game got done and I was hitting really, really well and, and I wasn't satisfied with that game, I'd go in the cage and I'd work even though I was fatigued or, fatigued or exhausted and we'd land from a flight and I'd be up in the morning at the, at the uh, hotel gym training um, when I probably should be resting. You know, all, of the, all these factors, all the people I put on hold in my life, all of the distractions I, I I did a really good job um, passing on I, you know I'm I, of course there are things that I could have done different but uh, I thought I I thought I did well and um, yeah I, I thought I did really well so I've got nothing to say about that window you uh if you don't want to talk about oh, this you know yeah. what, what? Now, don't the only thing I would have told myself don't wear shoes when you're recovering from a meniscus injury don't wear shoes when you're doing the sliding pad because something you might hurt yourself. Other than that, other than that, I just I wish I had not hurt myself that year. It would have been a fun year because I felt like I hadn't even gotten going. Yet. Yeah, I hadn't even hit hit any homers home runs yet. So, but other than that, you know, I was just in such a rush to get back, and we were playing so well, and I just wanted yeah. to be a part of a hundred win team and to play at my best. So, yeah. I don't want to see you on the sliding pad either. No doubt. Or the grass, the wet grass where you slide like 25 yards, <laughs> which is fun to watch. Yeah, actually. we're done with that. Um, if you don't want to talk about this, this is fine. But you had dealt with um, 
And this is something I had dealt with earlier in my life. I'm not sure very many people know, but I dealt with some depression issues. And there were some things that I guess it was a little bit public that you were dealing with anxiety or mm-hmm. depression. Was there um, what was going on at that time and how did you get through it? Oh, well, um, well, I'm, you know, one of one of the first things that um, first of all, my father died and um, I'm not sure if I was depressed per se I was certainly grieving and um, I, I had panic attacks on the field which were totally unmanageable um, I you know I needed help and I ended up getting help um, it took a while for me to recover from from that but fortunately with with help I was able to function I was able to still be social. I was able to still work because mm-hmm. those things meant a lot to me. And um, with a lot of help and a lot of um, steadiness, I was able to, per, you know, persevere and get through it. And it's, I can only take a, a very small percentage of uh, credit for that, but I, I certainly got a lot of support from the Reds. So much of, so much of it is about, um, for me in my experience was feeling like I was, taken care of like I had a my uh, I had people I could fall into and the Reds were fantastic and they were available for anything I needed which was important you got counseling I'm assuming yeah yeah I was, was I, that I, through I, yes. the Reds on your own both uh yeah I I ended up uh working with a therapist for a mm-hmm. while and um it, you know I I this the subject at the core of it was my father's passing yeah and uh, been there, done that. That's not easy. Man. Yeah. Well, my, uh, I, I lost know. my dad at a young age, too. I was in my 20s. Yeah. Well, I you know, I, I also felt um, I felt a lot for my younger brothers, you know, and um, so there was a lot a lot of stuff going on. But um, again, I got help and um, I, I couldn't be more thankful for that. That's really the only route I could have gone, I think. Well, I don't want to say the only route, but the only that was the route I took and that it ended up uh, paying off. Is Joey Votto a happy person now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What makes Joey Votto happy beyond a high on base percentage and, <laughs> winning, and winning ball games? That doesn't make me happy as much as it. I, there, it there's a deep sense of satisfaction when I do my job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel a, really, a real stillness in my life when I, when I do my job well. And... Um, in terms of happiness, I, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say that my job isn't at the core of, of, you know, my satisfaction, my happiness as a mm-hmm. man. I, um, I, I, spending time with the people I care about truly, 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 you know, I, I, I've got family, brothers, I've got, uh, people that, uh, I get to spend a lot of time with, and that means a great deal to me. And I was that back in Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um yeah, I love them. Uh and uh the family is the best and uh that gives me a great deal of happiness, but I will say this. Um I I I'm the type of person that I think I need a task. I think I need an objective and I think that I need something that challenges me, a craft or or something that challenges me and uh allows me to see how far I can push. Do you have um, hobbies off the field that are to challenge you? 
Uh, yeah, I, I do. I'm an active person. So, you know, getting outdoors or, or being active in general is satisfying for me. I, I read a lot and, you know, I've got a certain, I do have a, a, a several hobbies, but baseball is at the core of my life. Yeah. You know, and, and almost every decision I make is built around, is this safe? Will this affect me uh, and my job? And will this help me play better? And the closer I get, you know, off season, for example, at the very beginning, I, um, I'll be a little bit more adventurous, take a few more risks, you know. Like you know, what? Yeah, well, <laughs> easy there. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to ask the question, you know. But as, uh, you know, like, um, as, as, you know, I start training more seriously and, yeah. and um, you know, December, January, February, I start thinking every, all of my decisions are built around the season built around performing well built around wearing the uniform proudly and and playing well and you know i i um you know during the season it's a 24 hour of the day you know seven day of the week sort of thing and um i've i've really enjoyed it um but as i get older as i get older it's a t- it, it really is a lonely life you know especially if you go all in you know if you don't have kids even the people with kids even the people with a with with a significant other, uh, they f- they'll tell you, you know, that they'll go back to the hotel and they'll it'll be nice to get away at times. But they always look forward to getting back to their family. And um, you know, I'm no different. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no more pressure. You have the most pressure uh, on your shoulders of anyone in this organization. There's just there's no question about. It. That's just the the way it is. Um, how how motivated are you um, after? I know you're disappointed last season, even the season before. Uh, they say it was unvato-like. Um, are you? I mean, you're always motivated. You're always locked in. You're you're always 110 percent if there is such a thing. But yeah. um, how much did last season bother you? Um, it it was like, you know, when you 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 get uh, dumped, and um, the best advice you get from someone is like. Don't call them. Don't text them. Don't check their Facebook. Don't text. Check their Instagram. Don't check their, whatever. Someone dumped you. Anyways, I. <laughs> the, Come on, I can't imagine this. The the first thing I did after the season was take as much time, and I I didn't even uh, acknowledge baseball for a bit, and I just felt like I needed to get away. That's and, the way you should do it. Yeah, but in the past, I would you know you know whether it was uh, through awards or, or commitments in the fall, I I, I would kind of ride it out, or I would evaluate my performance at the end of the year, or evaluate the team's performance, and yeah, no, I felt like I I uh, I performed very poorly last year, and you know I I meant what I said when I was when I was talking to Trent about uh, a level of dissatisfaction and and uh, how I have to put play better and um i don't really think i want to i don't know i don't really think i want to play if i'm going to just kind of chip away at 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 mediocrity i i i don't feel like i'd have a lot of fun you know maybe something in my life would change my life or change my perspective on it when when i'm sorry to jump in the middle but it was a little ambiguity no, I'm 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 intentionally being ambiguous. I uh, yeah, I can only say so much. But like, I understand. But would you walk away from the game? Um, 
so therein uh, this is, lies this is the like uh, this is like I, when you said it like that it was it was like i couldn't even get the right is, word out this will be the first thing that you'll put on your Negative. your podcast no 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 it'll be like spoke with joey Votto. could you walk away from the game <laughs> yeah we needed and they have to grind out the boring conversation we had about the lights going off and oh yeah well, how you, you doing in arizona <laughs> um no needed in one of those voices of the guys that does the crime shows would you walk you away did. from you used the that game? tone you used that tone for sure i um i i i can't i can't imagine i'm gonna play poor enough to do that you know i feel like uh, well, let's hope not yeah no i i i i i feel like i'm gonna play well so i don't even think that's a subject to talk about i there's um i i'm not motivated by the money but there's a lot coming so i the, i'd be kind of pissed if i walked away from that but Listen, like that's a, as honest as you can get some people talk about the money and they're yeah. hung up on the money and you know i i say players get as much as you can and any fan out I there told you, you, I you would get I, as much I, as you I, can i told you i'm looking back i, the, I, I, I didn't get as much as i can i should have gotten more <laughs> well <laughs> i think you're gonna do all right unless you're out there just buying crazy stuff <laughs> i think you're gonna be all right yeah. but i love that you're honest about it you got a lot of money on the table man i wouldn't walk away from it i mean that's just being not me being honest. i i my my objective my motivation how i feel right now i just want to play well yeah. i want to play well and you know what you start creeping towards a level where you play where the front office uh, management the coaches are like can we play him every day you know um, have you heard that it's just if we're gonna win everybody's got to pull their own weight yeah. truly and i haven't heard that and i'm gonna play like i'll never hear it uh, my goal is to play i i i kind of softened up last year before every year my i tell everyone my goal is to play 162 games and I softened up a little bit. They had I was to like, pry you out of the lineup. Well, not I. There were times last year where I was like, where I w allowed myself to get negotiated out of playing, or I allowed myself to get negotiated out of playing. And in the past, I just there wouldn't have been a conversation. I need to. I want to get back to that. My objective truly is to get back to playing. You know, to 106. I, I want to play 162 games, and that is a really meaningful no number to me just because it it meant it you know of course there's luck but it, it's a it's a dedication to it it's it means that every day i committed myself to my my well-being making sure that i was physically and mentally prepared to play and the times listen i feel terrible out there a lot but you get used to it and you learn how to play inside of that not so good feeling and and you figure out how to be successful and and you learn new skills you learn ways around it hacks and so um truly you know that's a big priority for me this year i want to get back to playing and and to my to my original point i don't want to hear about coming out of games i don't want to hear about mismatches you know last year there was an occasion where um we were facing a left-hander and and in the past, I would have been the first person off the bench to hit, but I had hit so poorly against left-handers last year that it wasn't just—he wasn't justified in 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 having me take that pinch hit at bat in the in the close game situation. It's like, oh, that is totally unacceptable from my perspective. You have to be the like I I want I want to play as if I'm the number one option all the time, and, and of course that's not true. And of course there are fantastic options on our bench and in our. Uh, in our roster 
but I, I, I always want to be on the field. And, um, and if, if, if I'm putting them in a position where they're opting out of playing me, then that's not the style of, uh, that's not the career I want to be a part of, you know? Well, you got that knock on the door though. And, it's father time that's knocking at the door yeah and unfortunately father time is undefeated yeah Um, yeah there's no doubt so are you i don't even know how to yeah but there's like um there's like um i I, the the uh, of course father time is undefeated but um i i just feel like i i can i don't need to be the best to be satisfied i need to be my best to be satisfied and last year, I just did not feel like I was at my best. And, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, without being, I don't like bulldozing myself. I don't like being too critical. And I, I like, I've learned to, um, I've learned over time to do a little bit better job of, of, you know, give myself a little bit of space and then adjusting, learning from the past. And I feel like, feel strongly that uh, I've learned a great deal and, and uh, that uh, I'm excited about the, I'm excited about the future. Before I turn you loose here, one thing: um, the past what four else years. Did you want to talk about? Oh, I got. I could talk to you for two hours. Are you kidding me? I know you got to go. We're good. We're good. We can keep going. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just eat at home, and uh, I'm, it's all good. I'm gonna feed Maris. Maris, love Maris. I'm a dog guy. Yeah, love Maris. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, we'll get to Maris then. But uh, the the last four seasons have been tough as a team. And it's got to be, even though it's a, it's a team sport. No, not just four. Okay, I was. So 14, 15, 16, yeah, 17, 18, yeah. 19. Yeah, I, I didn't get into this. That's why I went into communication, 14, so I didn't 15, have to do math. 16, 17, 18, 19. That's six years. <laughs> okay. And we're at the it's 30th. It's been a rough This stretch. is the 30th year. So this is the 30th year we haven't won a championship. We're due. Like, that's how it works. Like, there's 30 yeah. teams in the league. You wait 30 years, you get a championship wow. on the 30th year. So you feel like you could, I mean, these additions? It's math, dude. <laughs> I, I'm terrible. That's why you t- I was you told there was, turn. I, there was sold math turn. was not involved in this project. DC won last year. It was their turn. Now it's our turn. Nice. Nice is right. But how hard was it during the years where you came to spring training and you said all the right things, but deep down you knew you had no shot to compete and to be able to try to play at the highest level are you motivated in the additions that this organization has made the growth of some players solid pitching that you guys have a legitimate shot to contend how motivating is that for you yeah i um so a bit ago they were talking about uh trade to toronto and um i i mentioned to them you know i i didn't want to go there but i mentioned to them or I mentioned to the media, you know, they were asking me about that. And I said, the one thing that I'm jealous about in Toronto is that there's something about being in a clubhouse full of successful athletes. There's something about being in, in a clubhouse that, um, as the lights go off again. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. They're on a timer. Yeah. That's well, the second time I've been in a totally dark room with Joey Votto. That's... I'm uncomfortable in my workplace. I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be sure. I'm, you're uncomfortable. You're talking about it. I'm about to call HR. I'll send him a group email out to. Uh, all right. Well, who would I contact? Dick I don't Williams know. HR? Sure, yeah. 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 All right. So <laughs> I've got nothing else to say about that. But there's something about being in a clubhouse where everyone has an ego. Everyone is making money. Everyone's successful. Everyone's already learned their lessons. Everybody's got their 
plans after the game. Everybody has their whatevers. And and then you get to throwing the uniform on. And it's like when it comes to the staff in general, when it comes to the coaches, the managers, you don't need to tell these guys. They're all mercenaries. They're all hired guns, right? And then you play and you kick behind, you kick ass. And then you head home and you run it back because you just know you're going to do it. There's just something... There's something about the group in general, knowing that they're going to be successful, knowing what they take to what it takes to perform, and just kind of yawning through all the bull like no games. There's no games. It's just we're just gonna play. You're not gonna tell me how to do my job. You're not gonna fix my swing. We're not gonna. I'm gonna dig down deeper. I'm gonna get to the core of my. Um, core of my um, my ability or my skills. I'm gonna figure problem solve, and then we're gonna go out and do our jobs together. And then collectively we kick ass. And that's what I'm excited about this year. That's what I'm excited. That's what I waited for. Truly, like no disrespect to the teammates I had along the way, but there's a lot of guys with a lack of experience. Yeah. A lot of guys that came and went. Right. And there's something about a lot of guys that came too early. Guys that came too early, stayed too long. Most importantly, there wasn't enough money on the team. There wasn't enough guys that made $10, 20000000 million that were just had nothing to gain out of anybody on the team. Were just, hey, I'm a professional. I get paid to do this. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to hold myself accountable because that's what I get paid to do. Let's, let's be professional together and let's win together because they know that's what they get paid to do. They get paid to win. And so I really – and I miss being in a deep lineup. There's just something about – there's just there was in ten it was f- fun with the for one you know it felt like our the beginning of our lineup through the f- five six range was just like it's a tough at bat that's a tough at bat that's a tough at bat over and over and over and uh, you know I, I, this I'm, lineup's potentially better than that one I I, I I don't know I don't I don't know we had a, we had to, I I couldn't tell you I'm not really good at that sort of thing but I do think that we've got a chance to be better for sure yeah how about having starting pitching at least on oh, paper man where that's this is a better starting five than we had in yeah. 2010 2012 and but we're bringing up a team that lost in the first round so our aspirations are past that yeah you know we're trying to uh we're trying we're trying to uh uh win the world series this year period you know i'm um, you saw the kansas city chiefs a smaller market yeah they got to reap the benefits you know you it's uh, you see dc they they had insane support uh, this is this is uh, this is our plan this year. Our plan is to win, you know, and and there won't be any uh, uh, cameras or Apple phones or Apple watches involved. <laughs> There'll just be good old fashioned red legs baseball. So you didn't hear me when I was beating on the trash can in the camera well. <laughs> no, and you know you know it's funny. I I get it. I'm I kidding. Get, of no, course. no, no. I, I was just gonna say I get it. You know, teams are trying to find advantages, and and uh, you know we're, we're not stupid. Players knew this sort of stuff. You know, yeah. you can only say so much to the to the level to the depths. It didn't surprise me. I'm not even that angry. It's not my job to be angry. I've, you know, I think I would have been upset if I was in the World Series and we lost the seventh game or something like. That. I think I would have been upset if we lost you know, the the seventh game of an NLCS going to the World Series. I think that's, you know, where it gets a little bit an- annoying. But, you know, from a distance, um, you know, it's the MLB's responsibility to police it, and I think they're trying to do that right now. The players that were involved, do you think there should have been more punishment? Um, 
That might be an unfair question to you because you weren't involved, but you are a Major League Baseball player. Right. Uh, it's complicated because it sounded like it was a part of their culture. Yeah. And I have to be careful what I say because I only know so much. It's not so much I'm afraid of speaking on something. I do think there's they've handed out punishments, but I only know so much. And so I'm going to go off of what the general public knows. Um you know, they've, they've, uh, the, I don't know how much the players created the culture. Um, yeah, that's, that's inside of their clubhouse. But I do think that the punishments, the um, MLB levied uh, are real. And um, I, I, I think it would be really difficult for, I think it'd be really difficult to hand out punishments to players because, okay, what if, what if he used it once? You know, what if he used it a game and it was uncomfortable with it and they got it wrong and he didn't want distractions during his bat, his at bat? Mm-hmm. Or what if he used it all the time? And, you know, uh, how do you hand that out? Is it a, a blanket punishment? I'm, I'm not really sure on that. And, and, and there's legitimate, you know, I am no lawyer, but I think the words are plausible deniability. Like you could make the argument. I wasn't even listening when they were banging on the trash can. You know, I was, I, it didn't even help me. Right. It frankly, it was a hindrance. Like I've been, listen, you Does play. Does it help you if you know what pitch is coming? Personally, my style is I try to react. I try to create a, and the answer is, the answer would be yes and no. So if I knew what was coming, uh, without a doubt, that's, a, that's valuable. You get to take a more risk you a higher risk swing with more reward but because you know what's coming there's less risk involved if that makes sense so you just still you get the reward portion without the risk right right um but i'm very particular if you get if you get it wrong and i've been offered in the minor minor leagues and in the major leagues and i always pass i pass because if you get it wrong once for me you lose me forever so for example if i get informed what's coming they get it wrong. I'm. It's chaos during my bat. I'm pissed. I give away in a bat. I lose my mind. You know. I just. I'll go. I just. I. And then I shut down forever. You know. It's like, if you lie to me once, I. You, I, you know. I I, I. 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 You lose me. You know what I mean. Um. And so, um, would it help? Would it help me if it was perfect all the time? It helps everybody. Yeah. There's no question about it. But there's no there's no way it's going to be right all the time. And and as hitters, our objective is to 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 tunnel. Uh, I'm going to use it my own way. There's a there's a consensus of what the word tunnel means. But when I say tunnel, it's like uh, I just try to make sure that I hit things inside of a certain. Maybe this is the correct usage of it. But um, I try to hit things inside of a tunnel as it's coming in. And oftentimes, if you know what's coming, your tunnel for some reason expands. It becomes like bigger than it should be. And so all of a sudden, instead of swinging at, you know, the very best pitches, you start okaying slightly questionable pitches just because, um, just because you know what's coming. And, uh, you know, um, you know, it's just, um, I don't know if it would help me, 
but it helped them. I, well, I don't even know if it helped them. I, I've actually read some things that they said that it, it may not have helped them. And so I, I don't, uh, I, I've passed. I've definitely passed. We did it, you know, the offers in the past in the minor leagues were like, you know, minors and major leagues were like, you're at second base. Oh, I got their signs. And then you relay the signs and it's, uh, you know, it can be helpful. Some guys like it. I know some very good players that refuse to accept them because they they have their own method and then i know some players that are like i'd like you to share that with me if you have it that to me is fair game that's the for me and i think rule per the rules i think it's fair game oh they've been stealing signs forever but just not using technology yeah when you're using a camera beaming in and you're relaying it to directly behind the dugout and then you have a technique to share that's taking it to another level you know then it's like you know you know it's 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 uh I do think it is another level, especially mid-game. Like, it's different if you're uh, spying on a bullpen, for example, or, like, spying on a, a guy's batting practice, for example. Yeah. Or stealing signs at third and first base. Or everybody's trying to do that, as they, sh- as they should. You know, it's in front of us. What are you going to do? Like, put blinders on? No, it's in front of us. We're going to tr- try and... We're going to try and do our best. You know, at second base, or, or excuse me, at first base, I'm peeking in trying to see the signs so I can steal a base, you know, when I'm, when I'm you know, feeling frisky. You know, and there's a reason why I'll get five or ten bases a year because, you know, okay, the guy on the mound's kind of slow. The catcher's kind of shaky. And he's showing my signs. <gasps> Breaking ball. Here I go, you know. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, if it's in front of you, it's fine. But if you have to go, you know, f- if you have to do it a, a little bit uh, a sketchier route, I do think there's rules against that. Yeah. You had talked about you being a – That wasn't even on your questions, was it? No. Were you sneak, sneaking down? No, I didn't. It's I don't really down. have – I just have some uh, – I don't have questions. I just have some themes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's the right way to go about it. Yeah. Because yeah, if you talking. write down the full questions, it's just – Yeah, just if wanna... you write down the questions, then it's not – it doesn't feel as natural. Well, yeah. Well, the key is to listen in an interview. I go to speak at. How's know, that going? Well, yeah. I could listen to you all day, but oh, you know, man. you got to follow up. You got to listen. Like I've jumped in when you've said, "Like, oh, cool. what? Yeah. Someone dumped you? What? What are you yeah. talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, it's it's good to just have a conversation. That's what these podcasts have been about—just having a conversation. And yeah, yeah. And just seeing yeah. where it goes. Yeah, definitely. Someone's dumped me. When I was in high school, there, like me and my buddy had this massive crush on this girl. I won't name her name. I won't say her name, but uh, she's married with kids, and um, so uh, we had a huge crush on this girl. And um, after I after I came back one year, I asked her out. We were both, you know, twenty or twenty one or whatever we were, and we went out one time. And I was like, wow my dream girl and I went out and we had lunch or dinner or something like that and we got done with the day I was like all right I'll see you next time and she goes okay and we go both part of ways and I called her back I was like when would you like to go out again and she goes oh no I'm busy I don't think I'm gonna be able to do anything (laughs) so in her own roundabout way she put me uh she put me in my place but yeah yeah it was good for me well, I'm assuming that once the Joey Votto got to pro baseball, well, then there wasn't much dumping going then on. Then you're dealing with the wrong crowd, right? You want to you want to be with somebody that likes you for you, right? And she to, she let me know. Oh, hey, see, this, see uh, it? all this, the people this, out there going, oh, 
No, I, I mean, yeah. Like me for It worked me. out well for her, and it worked out well for me, so. Wow, very yeah. good. Actually, it didn't work out well for me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You still have a crush? Uh, no, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> you had talked about you being shy earlier. One thing, one shy. I don't know if shy is the right word. Okay, but maybe ahead. shy is not the right word. Not Maybe not outgoing as much, except when... There's a runner on first base and you're on defense. I've never seen anyone. Maybe Sean Casey was in your league. You and Case are like there is just you're just constantly yapping. Can you fill us in on what you're talking about over there? What, what's I mean, some guys you know because you're in the division, you play a lot of games. But I mean, what's the general? Yeah, no, I, I theme so, over there. So I'm stubborn in my style of play. I think I I I, I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do. But it's always fascinating hearing other people's perspectives. And when you get to f when players often get to first base, they're usually in a good mood, and they're usually motivated to share because of their mood. And I'm not. I wait. My rule of thumb is I wait unless I know you. I'll usually say hello. But usually people like the players. Usually uh, we strike up a conversation, and uh, I usually ask them about stuff ball related and if i know you i'm talking about i'll ask about your family or how's whatever whatever but there's so many things to talk about and so many things to learn about and um you know uh, it's there's so many smart get, uh, smart, smart people in this game and uh i think i'd be a fool not to take some of that stuff in you wear the first base umpire out too <laughs> you wear that's not that's not going to be as effective when they in, once they institute this uh, robo umpire you know i <laughs> Well, actually, no, there's, there's still going to be an umpire there. There's such nice people, there's, and, they're, and they don't get the credit they don't deserve. And I've been at first base and had the opportunity to build strong relationships with, with all these men. And, and eventually, uh, I don't know if we have a woman umpire, but eventually there will be women. And, um, yeah, no, I've, uh, I, I, I've built good relationships with them where I, can, where I can chat and catch up with them. And, you know, you don't see them for a month or two, and usually you catch up. You know, and you know, I've been doing this for a while now, and and um, you know the, you know, if uh, it's uh, for example, a perfect example, not a perfect example, but um, a sad example. Eric Cooper, for example, passed away in the fall, yeah. and uh, I was just talking to him at first base, and um, he goes in, if I'm not mistaken, for surgery and passed away. I'm, yeah. I don't even want to sp speak incorrectly about it, but he passed away, and it was like. Oh my goodness, he was thriving. Like I just, he was such a great guy to talk to. And, you know, I got into a tiff with an umpire and I think in Colorado and he broke it up and like, he was so easy to deal with and so professional. And then he passed away. I mean, these, the men in, in the umpire group are, are doing, doing fantastic work and I respect them. And more importantly, I like them. We get along yeah. well. Well, you just kind of, jarred something in my mind I, you know know you're a big basketball guy yeah and correct me if i'm wrong you're a big kobe guy yeah um how much did his passing affect you uh well um you know it's uh, it's still fresh you know i i went to his i i you know coughed up a good bit of money to sit front row when he had both his um both his uh, jerseys retired in la i was there set pretty close to like ice cube and right next to Lamar Odom. And it was like, uh, amazing. The, the group of people that were in the front rows and mm -hmm. incredible. And, uh, I was there watching it and I got to, he was close to me and taking it in. And I was, I flew across the country for game seven 
uh, in 2010 uh, when they won the NBA Finals, and I got to witness that. Um, and then I watched nearly every game I possibly could over his c career. And, um, you know, it's funny. Um, so I, this is how I feel about it. I don't feel right mourning for him because the only thing that I would imagine the alive version of Kobe would feel was deep mourning and sadness for his daughter and obviously the rest of the people on the helicopter. Right. And I feel like it would be, I, I don't feel like I have the capacity to feel anything but sadness for him, the alive or, or dead version, because his, his, uh, his, his daughter died. And so I'm not past that yet. And I don't know them. I've never met him. You know, um, you know, you learn a lesson, don't meet your idols or don't meet your heroes. Um, I never wanted to just because, I, you know, I respect him and I'm sure he would have been a nice person to meet. But um, I was just happy keeping him in that sort of compart uh, compartmentalizing him that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, f I was uh, sad, of course, and I'm sad about it. And, uh, you know, it was shocking to me. You know, I, I you know, I it's um, but I feel an incredible sadness for his daughter. Um, I feel sadness for, um, I think I'm going to incorrectly pronounce the name out the belly, uh, head coach mm -hmm. or among the coaches at uh, right. a school in California. You know, I can't imagine what, um, what, uh, the daughter who lost both the mother and father, uh, and a sister. It's just a lot. And of course there's, there were other people and I don't want to, I'm not even going to say their names cause I'm going to botch their names, right. but the pilot, of course, and the other people on the helicopter, uh, you know, if, uh, if people are on my helicopter or in my plane and something happens or in my car, my Uber, I'm going to feel responsible. And, um, I would guess he would have felt incredible mourning if he was alive for the, for the responsibility that, uh, that, uh, that he, you know, he would have felt responsible for it. And, uh, I can't, it was, I couldn't imagine the crushing feeling that family's dealing with all the way around all of the family. So, you know, I, 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 I went through and I'll continue to do, do it. I mean, he was my favorite athlete. He's the, my favorite athlete of my entire life, but there's something about working in this profession that, you know, you, it's, it's, um, behind the scenes is a lot less sexy and a lot less gr glamorous. I'll, I'll oftentimes the very best. All of this is just about work. You know, it's a it's a production, of course, and uh, but it's just all about work, and that's what I admired from him. And 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 he was just a, a fantastic athlete to watch, and I learned a lot from him. But without a doubt, he was my favorite athlete in my life. You know, I I fell in love with him when he air ball when he f had those four air balls in the playoffs uh, as an 18 year old, and I I was like, oh, this guy is a this guy is fearless. Oh my gosh, he's my favorite. You know, I just, I just loved him, and uh, I stuck with him. And you know, of course, there was the, the, um, the uh, criminal and civil, civil case in Denver, and uh, that shook me. Uh, and it, I didn't really realize um, how, I didn't really realize how serious it was until I was in my thirties, and I read a lot of the transcripts. And so, you know, I. You, it's interesting. You can feel mourning for someone, but then you can also feel confused. And so, um, 
you know, I watched a lot of Gianna's videos, her playing basketball, and it's heartbreaking to see um, the future um, of 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 the world, our species. You know, yeah. um, and of course, the other uh, there was another 13 year old girl in the helicopter. I mean, she was the future also. You know, these could have been doctors, or they could have been lawyers. They could have been the next president of the United States. Right. And um, you know, we miss out on that. So. Very sad. Affected a lot of people, and it's still affecting a lot of people. Um, such a, such a just a national tragedy, really. Um, onto brighter things. You, yeah. Had you had you stopped on that, I would have I would have like brought something up. Like, no. you doing CrossFit? You know, <laughs> you look it doesn't good. look like you it. Look great. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. By the way, this, this speaking of which, this gym day with gym day thing still has legs and life, and. I used to like you before this. Um, now it's, now you, it's uh, painful. When are we going to do gym how's your How's your Twitter and Instagram following? How are you doing? Oh, do I you, don't know. Twitter, do. It's, I mean, I'm not huge. There's like 40-some thousand, 45,000. If we go like to the World Series, you'll double that, right? I hope so, you Make yeah. some coin off of If this. I have more Joey Votto interviews, yeah. yeah. Or if you – like that, that the interview we did in the dugout where you, you put Jim Day with Jim Day on me went viral. Oh, cool. It was no, not cool. Why? Because people want me to get in the gym and do these things. Oh well, you should. But do my them. waistline is currently precluding me That's, from doing this. You know, if you're, if, let's be, let's, let's. Uh, I'm let's old. Be true, let's be truthful. If you were ripped, it would be less funny. It would be. This is part of the oh, okay. gig. The gag. <laughs> Make fun of the dude with a little you're bit not, of a gut. You're not big or anything. You're just. You're a big man. <laughs> you know, but like Jim Day, you know, like it's a, and it's a play on your name, of course. Yeah, you know, no, if, people are like, "When's the next Jim Day?" With if Jim you were Day? doing handstands, no one, uh, it would be like, "Dude, you're showing off," you know. Yeah. But you're a healthy man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you've got a funny personality. Why wouldn't people want to ask for that? You yeah, know? they just want to make fun of me. And you I were making it. fun of yourself too. Absolutely. Oh, I'm very hey, good at that. You shouldn't do that. I, I'm very good at that. You I'm shouldn't do that. First you're team all pro and making fun yeah, of myself. Yeah. But well. yeah, thank you for that. I think, but no, I still get it all the time. Yeah, gym we'll, day with gym day. Maybe we'll like really script one and do another. But I, I'm gonna have to see it from other people. You know, the so. tr- problem is I can't get in the weight room. They won't let me. I was gonna do one here in the a couple in the offseason. They would let me in the weight room. So it's. Uh, I think they're trying down. to cut it off. You know, cut it off at its. If all of a sudden yeah. you you it gets your your head gets too big, you know. Well, I already might have, have a big melon. Yeah. You see, I mean, look at the size of this thing. God yeah. gave me extra brains, so you have somewhere have to have somewhere to put it. So. I mean, rhetorically, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I use rhetorically correctly there. Uh, anyways, I got off track there. Where was I going? Oh, I don't the, know. Your the, phone shut off. All your questions are off. No, I, well, all your not all really your questions, your their script. thoughts. I, I don't I don't follow the script. Okay. I, I bet if you looked yeah. on there, you're like, wow, he didn't even ask anything about that. The when you have fun with the fans on the road, particularly in I Philly. haven't done that in a few years, man. I just but it's the best. Yeah, it's fine. What it's, made you do it? We su- we sucked, and I was bored. <laughs> you know, and I was playing well, and I was like, all right, I have some freedom. You know, I'm playing well. We suck, and uh, the fans at Philly though that they was get a, a, you know they they had fun with it, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but. You know, I don't want to be. I don't want to be inauthentic. I want to. Uh, you know, I. I don't want to like force it. If it crosses my path, then of yeah. course, you know. But I. I you know, it, there's a timing to it. I. Excuse me. If there's ever, ever an opportunity where I'm like scripted, I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like people can see through it. 
Yeah. Well, that's true. No, it's got to be spontaneous. Uh, you, my favorite was when there was a little dribbler down the line. Yeah. And that was and in D.C., right? I think. You, or in Philly? You, one of the two. Uh, either way, it was East Coast where the fans are a little bit more rowdy. But you chase that, the, foul, the dribbling foul ball and so that they couldn't get it. Yeah, that, that was, was D.C. I think that was D.C. That was the best. I like that also. <laughs> you know, the look on their faces, it didn't really show on camera, but the look on that group's faces, they were smiling and pissed at the same time. My favorite was, um, I, I, so I, when I picked the ball up and threw the ball on top of, uh, on top of the roof in Wrigley. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, so I wanted to throw it out of the stadium, but it's an easy throw. So, like, I, I didn't want to hurt anybody on the outside, but I didn't want to throw yeah, it into the crowd. you could easily throw it to the street. Yeah. You know what's funny? So I wanted – I've been dreaming of another – okay. So I don't want another paper plane on, on the field. You know, I don't want anything on the field because it's dangerous and we're doing our job, right? Yeah. But the timing of the paper plane that one occasion you was in between, it, but... in between innings. <laughs> it's, nothing should be on the field, right? Right. I, 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 right. I, I wish I had picked it up. And like held it in the palm of my hand, spun around and crushed it slowly in front of everybody and just stared at the crowd. That's my like I felt deep regret. But even <laughs> if another paper plane comes on the field, I'm not doing anything with it because I had my one moment. So please don't throw paper planes on the field. I mean, you tell everyone no and they'll do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm anything on the field's not good. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, I got I play with teammates that hope someone runs on the field so they can, so, so they, they can tackle. Can, them? They can, do they talk they about can that? spear them? Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, do they talk about? It? Yeah. Some guys have plans, and uh, I would be careful with the wrong guy because it's going to end up not working out well. Ooh, wow. Well, uh, I would not suggest anyone run on the field unless you want to spend a night in jail. Yeah, of course. Large fine, and it's dangerous because you never know what that person is going to do. Even it's though most very of people dangerous. are extremely intoxicated and they're just running around like That's a fool. That's probably the reason why I would guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hopefully it's it's just that. But don't run on the field, people. Well, you tell them no, and they won't. They'll do it, but. I don't want to say they. You know, if you tell any, uh, uh, that's human nature to go against uh, a no. But yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not safe for everybody involved. For sure, right. it's not safe for everybody involved. All right, I'm going to turn you loose here, man. You gave me more time than I anticipated. Let's do one more question. One more question. Oh my gosh, what do you got on that that uh, list? Let's 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 see what themes I have on this this, this How long list. have you kept me? Here? I've kept oh, you an like hour. an hour, man. Oh, wow, let's I can't. Go one more. Uh, wow, he phone. wants to do more. Well, I w I'll do one more. I, okay, while well, well, you check your messages? Well, I mean, you're, it's been an hour. Oh, okay. And you're the one checking your phone. Let me see who I got here. I don't have anything exciting on this list. I don't really have much okay, of a Okay, let's talk about... Let's talk what would about, you like to talk about? How about that? All right, let's... What is let's, something that you've never let's said make, before? Let's, make, let's be real here. No, okay. no BS, because I know... Who pays you? Right now, the Reds pay okay, me. The Reds that pay shifted you. two years ago. Let's be a truly true. What's your guess on our team this year? Let's talk about what, our, oh, what, man, what it's going to take. Yeah. The trade, trade de so what, how you think we're going to do in the division, the trade deadline, what you think we need or don't need, how you think our roster is going to shake out in general, and then um, you don't have to make like 25th or 24th or 26th man predictions. We're, what do you think our ceiling is? Your ceiling is... And what do you think our floor is also? And then what the most realistic... I'm curious to hear your perspective because I'll, I'll give you mine also. 
the ceiling, I think, would be as this team stands now. 95, 96 wins oh, if wow. things go well. So you're saying a good bit of luck. Well, everyone's got to have good luck. Of course, And yeah. that involves health, health, health. Luck. Certainly health to your starting pitching staff. While it's outstanding, the five that you're going to run out there and maybe one other that's in the wings backing up, you don't have a whole lot of organizational depth as far as starting pitching goes. So you need those guys to stay healthy big time. Um I'll be honest with you. You need to have a better season than you did last year. That's just yeah, uh, you're, sure. you're wanting an honest answer. That's yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you're a main cog in the wheel. You're going to be sure. batting second or third. For sure. Jim, nobody can see this because we're doing a podcast, but Jim was, he got a, a face tick while he was telling me to my, <laughs> tell him, telling me I needed to be better. So yeah, he wasn't very comfortable Does there, but a it's a fair, I've got it's, a twitch. A, it's a fair got, thing to say. And I, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I, yeah. Suarez needs the his shoulder to be okay. I think he's fine. I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure he's going to put up 49 home runs again. But if he's in, you we know, have, yeah, the, we've got a nice ballpark. nice buffer. I don't. I'm sorry, I got excited about yeah. this idea. Nice little advantage that we play in the American League on the road very early for a potential DH. If you know, if if that's a sort right. of issue, so that's yeah. something. That's a nice little buffer there. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And you're going to have to, you know, guys are going to, as the team stands now, you're going to have to accept playing time or not so much mm. playing time, particularly mm. in the outfield, how the outfield is going mm. to shake out. Um, you need Nick Senzel to be healthy. I mean, health is, is paramount. Um, I'm a little worried about, I think you could use one more left-hander in the bullpen. Okay. Um, that worries me a little bit, mm-hmm. even though you're going to have the three batter minimum rule. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Pedro Strope helps for sure. Yeah. You're going to need Iglesias to not have 12 or I don't know how many losses he had last year. Yeah. Uh, but he shouldn't have to be in the situations that he was last year. Okay. So that should help. Okay. Um, I think the what, ceiling, situ- what situations? Situations of pitching and non save situations that you can pitch him much more and just. Even though when you're at home, you guys are up, it's a tie game. We got to work. I know. We get paid to work, Jim. I understand. No, I get it. And you know what? The very best are always the very best. Yeah, I you get know, when, it. When the score is 9-1, to one, Mike Trout's hitting. Yeah. You, he doesn't stop. When when Kenley Jensen comes in and the score is 6-1, to one, of course, you know, you want to protect your guys, but so you got to work. So yeah. I, 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 I'm going to push back on that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, especially if you're a closer, if you're at home and it's a tie game and you're hoping you're going to take the lead in the bottom of the eighth, he's got to warm up. And then he's if it's still a tie game, he's got to pitch at the top of the ninth in a non-safe situation. So that's just the way it is. So maybe I'm being a little too optimistic with 95. But you said ceiling. Yeah, ceiling. When everything going right, yeah. that's, that's the ceiling. All right, let's hear your floor. The floor is not as is the the good news is the floor is not as as bottoming out as it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you guys could roll out and be around five hundred, just not having things go your way because you have much more talent. Okay, if you stay healthy. Okay, what about you? Uh, and then and, and obviously playoffs are a crapshoot. Yeah. But you're. It sounds like uh, the division is gonna gonna be competitive, although. You know, what's the best team in the division? I think until you know, until you guys step up and do it, 
uh, you know, on papers on paper. And until you until someone knocks the Cardinals off right now, I think that they would have to be the favorites going into the season. You like them over the Cubs, talent wise? Not necessarily talent wise, but well, that's um, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, th- didn't they not make the playoffs the year before the Cardinals? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The not, Cubs are still very, very yeah, talented. Cubs, They'll have a new manager, so I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm not sure. Joe was, uh, I heard, uh, pretty good to play for. So Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I agree with what you're saying. There'll be a learning curve for the manager. Even I love David Ross. He was a former Oh, yeah, Red. David. Yeah, that's right. Um, but there's going to be a learning curve there. Um, we'll see how that goes. Milwaukee has been, you know, everyone always writes them off. They've been solid. Pirates are going to be down, so. Uh, but those are competitive games with you guys. I think it's going to be a very competitive division. You guys are going to beat up on each other like you have in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, and it's going to come down to health, man, and winning one-run games. You guys lost so many one-run games last year. It was yeah. insane. That's kind of luck. Uh, there's a luck component luck to Luck, and you got to have winning players, clutch players. Uh, no? I don't know on the clutch thing. I'm not sure there's a clutch tool. I'm not sure. Really? I don't know if there is. I, I maybe I again I don't know. Um, do you have to have clutch players? Maybe I don't know. I've always found that like in clutch moments, uh, the cream rises to the top. So I mean, the most ta- you, you you a depth of talent in your roster usually puts the, your the very best players in the very best positions. So I don't know if it's a clutch thing as much as you want to make sure you have the right guy or the right tool for the right job right and um so i'm not sure on the clutch thing i don't know if there's a clutch thing i don't i think they've disproved it but maybe there is i don't know um as far as our team i haven't really looked at the roster i like that it's more competitive i like that there's a lot of a lot more spots spoken for i love that actually um and i do feel like this is i felt like last year if luck had gone our way we may have been a second wild card team talent wise you know trading for bauer at the deadline kind of gave us an opportunity to be competitive this year but like maybe go on a crazy run yeah. and like have well, a chance there's no, last he's year. got a rebound too there's, yeah of course of course, of course of course of course um he looked healthy and he looked good when he th- when he pitched last year he just didn't perform well with us yeah. so um, so that's a that's a good sign, you know. When the numbers say that uh, he looked good, that's a good sign. But um, as far as I do agree with you, we do have a, a bit of a, a high ceiling. Uh, I love our rotation. It's really a fascinating rotation for for me because it feels like both Castillo and Sonny Gray were all stars, but the year before Bauer almost won the Cy Young, so right. he may be the best of the three, and he performed, you know, not not as not as well as you would like, and then. Who's our fourth? Anthony was finally Disco, healthy for yeah. the full season. But again, season. again, like you said, uh, it's good Contract that we have depth. Contract for him. Well, I don't know if that's. I I I. To I my. Think, <laughs> I'm not my sure. Experience I'm not sure. I think they've Allison. disproved that also. I don't uh, or disproven disproved. But um, I think that uh, health is a big key and to uh, everything. It's huge. It's a big key for every team. But mo- but but I think we have a lot of like. Okay, we're hurt. If someone gets hurt, we got someone to pick up. We got yeah. somebody's not performing. We got somebody to pick it up, and I think that's that's where we're in a good spot. You yeah. know, the depth is much better, and uh, we had to spend a little bit of money. And and boy, I, I'm I'm so impressed with the Reds front office, with the ownership to to take such risks because they clearly did. 
And I think they can smell blood in the water. And I think that they can sense that, okay, now's the time for us to kind of leap on, leap on, um, uh, the, the division, you know, we built some momentum from our fan base last year with those big trades and, um, we had a better attendance if I'm not, I'm not so, you know, better and just interest in general was different. And and we kind of, our TV numbers were way up. That's for sure. They might not be coming to the ballpark as much, but our TV numbers were as far as percentages go top 10 in baseball. Well, we were, um, heading in the wrong direction before that. Mm -hmm. And so having that momentum, I think carrying that into this year is important. And I don't, I have no idea on the numbers. I've got nothing. The only number I know is, you know what my paycheck looks like every two weeks <laughs> it, dep- it depends state to state but um no i um i think we have I'd a l- love I, to just see that paycheck one time oh my god you better get in that way you better get in the gym jim day <laughs> get some seriously get i'd some, like to hold it in my hands you got to get some <laughs> curls under your belt because that's <laughs> heavy um but uh, I do, I do feel like um, you got to laugh into the mic, or else people think that you walked out on that. No, no, no. <laughs> if I laugh too hard, then it's just, just then, it's then extremely the, irritating when people have it up loud, and then <laughs> all of a sudden you hear this. I um, oh. I really think that um, I really think that we're going to be competitive all year, and I cannot wait. We may not get the same attendance as eleven, twelve, thirteen as as at right this year, but I think that the momentum will carry into next year. I do think the back half of the year, especially if we're doing really, really well, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. But if we do well, I think we'll get a lot of interest, but I, I I think a good start's the key. No doubt. There's no question that that eight game losing streak just crushed you guys. You never rebounded from it. Yeah. It's hard to, when you say it is very far behind and eight games is one twentieth of the season. So it's like, you know, I, I just, I, I know it's a small bit, but it's like, no, it was killer. It you was know, crushing. When, when you're, you know, when everybody else is way ahead, I, it's it's not easy. Um, yeah. So if you guys are in the hunt and it's it comes end of May, June, they'll, I, they'll I, be coming to the ballpark. You know, it's a small it's a smaller city. We're yeah. probably in the in the smallest two or three cities in the sport. Right. But boy, if we play well, I'm looking forward to the excitement. I'm looking forward to the support, and I'm more importantly, I'm looking forward to that communal feel that that the city yeah. has when when the Reds play well. And uh, I, you know, I go out and about in the city, and nobody knows who I am anymore. What so, you know? So like, people say Come hello, on. but it's it's something about winning that like, yeah. you know, you're at the you're at Whole Foods or Kroger's. Or you're at, uh, you know, you're at the smoothie shop or whatever. You're you're getting a coffee. You know. They're just scared to come up and no, talk no, no, to no, you. No, they know who you are. No, they're not. When we're winning, they're not scared. High fives, hugs. Come on, let's do it tonight. You really? Know? And we need that again in the city. That energy because there's something about the city turns into like a college town when we're doing well. It's like everybody's uh, wanting to say hello. Everybody's wanting to t- offer support, and the city feels so. It's a it's not a small city, but it feels very small when we're winning because yeah. to me as a player wearing the uniform, then going out and about people talk about it. They offer support, they cheer you on. And I miss that. I miss that a good deal. So, you know, we'll see. I, um, I'm very optimistic about this year. 
you and I have gotten way ahead of ourselves with the with the plans. I hate for predicting. The, by the way, you do, you got me to do something I never ever ever do. Yeah, I, but it's, I never put a we're, number. We're, on we're it. ball talking. And if if I know, you're worried, you asked me for an absolute. If you're worried ceiling. about a jinx, then you're in the wrong. No, no, industry. I don't believe in jinxes. Yeah, I do not believe in jinxes. We got. I, I we get gotta, on me when I call games now. It's the announcer jinx. Well, you shouldn't have said. So like, ridiculous. well, what do you want me to? We're talking for three hours here. What do you, you want me to it. say? There's. Uh, I don't believe in it. Dude's either. on an O for twenty streak. You want me do better? He hasn't hit. Uh, the opposing batter on the opposing team has not hit a home run in 20 games. That's a fact. Yeah. <sighs> if you wouldn't have said that, yeah, you wouldn't hit the home works. run. I promise you we're not listening to you up in the batter's box and on the mound. That's good. A lot uh, of people aren't listening to me at home either. How did you – I bet you – is this the <laughs> longest podcast you've done? No. Who's done longer? Wow, it's pretty close, though. Sean Casey did in like oh, 90 minutes. Gosh. Arroyo did about 90 minutes. Yeah, this is pretty those, long. You're, those, you're oh. getting close. I, I thought I had you for 20 minutes, and here we are at an hour and 15. And then you said one more question, and then it turned into this baseball talk, which is just beautiful. This is what this podcast is about. It's just a conversation. Wherever it goes, it goes. Do you, um, do you chop this up, edit it much? I sometimes I might have to bleep out. Uh, You're gonna bleep my words? Uh, not the not the the BS one, but the uh, I might have to bleep the F. Okay, all right, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, you might as well cut the whole thing out. That's no. The, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is a. Uh, it doesn't have a rating. It's podcast. It's a, a bit, podcast. Most that's of the a, podcast. You told me at the beginning. Yes, I would have used different words. You told me at the beginning I could say whatever. All right, we'll leave it in there. Is this Reds associated? Is this Fox associated? This is a Reds pod, MLB podcast. Oh well, there may be some bleeping then. Good luck with that. <laughs> that's all right. It's real though, man. It's real. I mean, the yeah. podcasts I listen to, the best ones are they're just cutting up and just speaking like you normally do. People what, cuss. What do you listen to? Oh man, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm I'm all over the map. I love history stuff, so I'm listening to historical stuff, like Dang really Carlin. nerdy stuff. Yeah, I've yeah, listened. Yeah, I mean, really nerdy historical stuff or crime stuff or, um, I mean, That's not nerdy. Rogan's podcast. He's got good guests sometimes. He's got great guests, and he's he's got an amazing mind. You know what he does really well? He listens as well as anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and it's the key to it. It's so important. He yeah. lets them speak. He doesn't interrupt. Yeah. And um, I, I, I respect that about him. Um, and he's kind of like he flows with it. He's not going to take too much of a stance. He's right. not going to. Yeah. Know, he does. He t has some very controversial guests. He does. He's got. He's. But got he's some, real, man. He sits there and talks about, oh, I'm getting high. You know, I got yeah, high this true. morning and all this stuff. I mean, he's just real. He doesn't yeah. He doesn't hold back. So that's what you do. You get high this morning. <laughs> I did. That's what's, not, real. No, that's what's no. real in life. Yeah. Yeah. Getting I high did. this morning. Yeah. Wake and bake. No, yeah. I did not. <laughs> I did not. What podcast do you listen to? Um, all right. So occasionally Rogan. Um, Occasionally, Chris D'Elia's podcast. He's just such <laughs> that, like, I just, there's a side of me that loves that. Um, you know, I've listened to some, okay, so I've been listening to this comedy podcast, good one, where, where they have comedians on there and they break down jokes. And then uh, I've, I've, it's fascinating to me uh, how, how their method and how hard they work and how complicated it is because, you know, we take, uh, comedy for granted but yeah. it's, there's a real it's a real like for example Jerry Seinfeld I could really relate to what he said oh, yeah. he um, he said uh, I write all the time I'm on the road all the time 
I did a special X number of years ago. I don't, I'm not going to say the, the year cause I don't remember, but, uh, I'm doing a, um, a special, um, in September. This is what he said. And he said that it will be the accumulation of 20 years of, 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 of his bits of his, of all of his sets condensed down to the 75 or 60 or 90 minute format. And he said, I'm good for, I'm good for a new hour every five years. And he said, that's what it should be more or less. And he said, all these people with new ones once every year, I don't, he doesn't see how they do it because nobody works more than he does. And I just thought about baseball and I thought about, Oh man, it does take time. You know, we get so impatient and we want things done whatever craft you want the very best of something right. you want it right away and you want the new thing and all of the adjustments done right away but things move very slowly and the the he jerry's the one of if not the greatest comedian of all time and uh, he's done it in a pg format and i of course there's the chappelle's and the car and the the carlins and you could go down the list but not very many people have uh, have had as much acclaim and done it in a PG format as, as Jerry Seinfeld. So I really had, I've been listening to that podcast and, you know, I've listened to some science ones in the past, but I've kind of transitioned to a few different ones. Seinfeld, a brilliant mind. You ever seen his, his show comedians in cars? Oh yeah. yeah of course. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's a good I, show. I love when the comedian, I mean, he's bantering back and forth yeah. and a lot of it is about their craft yeah. and how they come up with some things. Yeah. And it's just so, so well done. It's, it's a great good. idea. I mean, yeah, it's again you know, it's just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I don't watch too much television. I'll, I'll fool around on the on the on YouTube a little bit. Most of the time, I'm like doing crosswords or I read, and uh, you know, I'll, you're a crossword guy. I love a good crossword. Really? Yeah. And you're good at it. Am I good at it? I don't know if I don't know. If Can you do a, the Sunday New York Times crossword, oh. which is like the pinnacle, right? Oh, that's like uh, you know, that's the to- sort of that's the sort of crossword that like a you know a Neil deGrasse Tyson would do. Right. I can't do the Sunday. Yeah, I, the farthest I've gotten is like a Thursday. I think I've completed a Thursday, but once you get past Friday, you have to be a professor, or you've got to be like a dean, or you've got to be yeah. a doctor of some kind. And Kent Merker was good. He, he was yeah, one of the best. Yeah, but like uh, I don't know if he. I, yes, he was good. Uh, but I think when you do the the USA Today is quite a bit different than the New York oh, Times. Oh yeah, no doubt. And I, I, I that's get, the big leagues. I get the Times uh, daily just for the crossword. It's funny. I use the paper. Do you really? Yeah, because I mean, yeah. Uh, I can, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but. Uh, all of the papers are so tough to sift through at times that uh, because they've book, they, they're so political yeah. that like it's so stressful to me that I try it to read. It is me too. I used to be a paper junkie. I love the newspaper uh, yeah, junkie. It's just gotten so complicated no matter yeah. what route you go. And, You're uh, right. So I'll, I'll take out the science ta- times and I'll take out other specific sections and I'll take out the magazine. But I just snag the crossword and try to do it as often as possible. And if I have to use Google, I will, you know. Wow. So, oh, yeah, wow. That's how you No, that's find, good. Wow, crosswords. Seriously, that's uh, that's fascinating because I've never been really good at them. I haven't spent a whole lot of time with them. But I would love to have just look over your shoulder while you're doing no, it. No, don't say that, dude. <laughs> what do you have? What are you talking about? You have it's pressure. Like you're a ghost, man. I know, it's but like, you, oh, you've, you have to stand in the batter's box with 50,000 at Dodger Stadium looking at you and you're facing left-hander Clayton Kershaw. That's yeah. pressure. Yeah, you missed that ghost reference. 
You know the, the scene where she's yeah. like on the on the pottery, and right. he gets be- he gets behind her. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm doing crossword, and you like sneak up behind me, but you're alive. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell HR for sure. I love the pop culture references, by the way, from yeah. you. Well, so many of the people listening are gonna get them. It's too bad the person I'm talking to <laughs> who doesn't get them. <laughs> Dig, <Yes. laughs> right. needle, needle, stiletto, right in the back. I love oh, it. Stiletto. Yes, thank you. Wow, you're close to the record, but. I haven't eaten today. You haven't eaten? No, I'm I'm going. Uh, you amaze me by what you eat, by the way. Uh, really? Yes, I, I rarely see you like go eat this stuff that they. That, even though I I think they eat well. I they think they they the fine. They do fine. I need but to you, leave when work's done. I need to leave. But you eat so healthy. I'm. I don't know about that, but I I when I leave when I'm done here. I need to leave, and it's the same thing. I've, I think I've eaten. I ate in the clubhouse last year. I, I want to get out. I gotta. This is the place. Of oh, work. you're the fastest to get out of the clubhouse. I gotta get out. There's no, there's no one quicker to get out of the clubhouse. I had a manager one time try to get us to stay until at least ten or fifteen minutes after the game and talk and banter about the game and and digest the game. And there'd be like thirty eight thousand people trying to leave. And instead of getting home in like 18 minutes, you get home in 48 minutes. And like yeah. the last thing you need to do when you're done playing is sit in a car for an additional 30 minutes of traffic. No like we need to recover. So I was like, you've added an additional 90 minutes to my workday. Listen, I, I'm, I, I'm not trying to complain here, but when you work every single day, the most important thing you can do is get home to recover so you can perform well the next day. And that's the only thing I think about. And so tacking on another 45 to 90 minutes was, it's like, dude, let us go. The second the game's done, I want to shower and leave so I can beat traffic, so I can recover and perform well. Well, even on the road, you're out of there, man. Me I mean, too. there's like a 10 minute cooling down period, and we're waiting as media outside the been, clubhouse, yeah. and all of a sudden, door opens. There goes Joey. Guess we're not talking to Joey tonight. Well, you guys never want to talk to me, so I figure I <laughs> always leave. want to talk to you. That's not true. I think Everyone people, at home does. No, I, I always went, want to talk to listen, you. Listen, in 17, I was intimidated in 17, just to ask you. In 17, I nearly won my second most valuable player. I was asked questions probably on three occasions all season. Six months, People I was sc- interviewed three different times. They, they don't want to talk to me. Don't no, let no, him no. fool you. Do not Hold let on. him fool you. Hold on. People are scared to ask you. Well, don't ask stupid <laughs> questions, and I won't be scary. Well, then I have no shot. No, you ask great questions, <laughs> and I'm always available for you. We've talked about that before. I know. I, I appreciate that. I'm I at, really what, do. 90 minutes now? Clearly, I'm available for you. You are. This is unbelievable. We started at, man, I'll give you, I got 20 minutes because I got you going. We're in an hour and 25 right now. Awesome. You I are can't believe people are going to listen to all this. How about just one like picture that I can promote this with? Let's do it together, like selfie style. Oh, we doing selfie style? Uh-oh, we need someone in here to take a picture with a mic. I don't know if my arms are going to be long enough for this. This is down and dirty raw right here, folks. We're taking a selfie, and you'll see this online on social media or wherever. Let's see how it turned out. Please. Oh, that's terrible. Look, although the mic's covering my face, look at you. See, I'm holding the fake smile there. Look at Sorry, Joey Votto. Folks, Joey Votto just rocked out the selfie that Don't is that perfectly nobody cares. Perfectly done. Literally nobody that cares. That was big league. No, that no, they they really do care. Jay Bruce you just would, texted me. Jay Bruce just oh. texted you? Who's uh give us some insight. What did he's he say? Just, he's just sending me videos of me hitting. It's too embarrassing. He's making fun of me. He's, he's making he fun of the you? best. Hey. One of my favorite. I've had a lot of really good teammates. 
and it's one of the challenges of getting a little bit older and um, playing a bit of time that you 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 lose the people that that you um, came up with. Yeah, you formed your career with. And uh, I just texted Brandon Phillips the other day. You know, uh, he's a perfect example. I mean, we played together 10 years. Jay Bruce and I played together eight years. Devin Mazzarocco, Zach Kozar. I'm missing names. But, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a challenging part of the sport. I'm incredibly fortunate to stay with the same team in the same uniform. But everybody else goes. Yeah. You know, everybody else goes. And, you know, I've been asked before if I want to, you know, switch teams or whatever. Yeah, I've talked to all these guys. You know, first of all, I've, you know, all I know is Cincinnati. All I know is this uniform. All I, my joy comes from wearing this uniform. And I've talked to guys and they're like, you got a good thing, man. Don't mess it up. Yeah. Whatever you do, the grass is certainly not greener. I've been to, you know, they go to these. Of course, guys say fantastic things about certain organizations in terms of the infrastructure. But then, you know, I, I, I talk to them about the big picture and they're like, oh, dude, this is perfect. Everything about this is perfect. You know, uh, you combine that with a winning atmosphere. It's like, a, you know, it's, a, it's why people say fantastic things about the Cardinals. There's two, to me, there's two types of players. I guess three types of players. There's the guy that wants to play in LA. There's the guy that, play, that wants to play in St. Louis. And there's the guy that wants to play for the Yankees. And um, when I was a puppy puppy, I wanted to play for the Yankees. Oh, well, I take that back. My dad and I wanted me to play for the Yankees. I never really wanted to play for the Jays. And so signing with Cincinnati, it was like foreign territory, right? And I had the opportunity to, I don't know, I, f I felt like I could have gotten drafted by the Yankees had I been more, the draft at that time was a little bit complicated, you know, where you're having conversations before with the teams, although you probably shouldn't have. And I'm not trying to open Pandora's box here, but I, I, I felt like there were two teams. It was either going to be the Reds or the Yankees and, you know, it's, it was one of those things where like you, you sign with the team and you build with the team and you see the other minor league systems, you see the other players, you see their uniforms, you see they tra how they travel and you start realizing, oh, we're all in the same boat, you know, no matter the team. And then you get to the major leagues and you do see some differences. And then over time you realize, oh, those aren't the, those aren't the differences that matter. You start figuring out what matters to you, you know, um, okay, I can you know, I can drive to and from work in 20 minutes. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I have a fan base that sees me out and about and says a polite hello instead of a, an awkward sort of weird thing. Um, you know, there's, uh, you've got a friendlier media or you've got a more, uh, more challenging media depending on your preference. Um, and then you start digging deeper and you, you start making some money and, and everybody gets paid the same. You know, everybody gets paid roughly the same. It's not like a team like the Yankees or Dodgers can out can can give someone a higher salary that sign with the Brewers or the Pittsburgh Pirates or the. Of course, they can in some ways, but there's a there's a a, a pretty narrow bandwidth that everybody's working with. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you're satisfied based on what the salary you earn, and then you start thinking about, wow, I love this uniform. I love this stadium. I like the play the I like the people I work with, the training staff, the strength coaches. I like the staff I work with. And then you start connecting with the fans and connecting with the fan base and seeing it come and go and and uh you build relationships and and uh you buy a home and you are part of the community and you're like 
why, why on earth would I want to switch this? And then the last stage is you're, you have a story. Your, your career has a story and your career has a theme. And all of a sudden you, you head somewhere else and that story gets cut off. You don't get to read the end of the book. You don't get to watch the end of the movie. And um, to me, like, that's where I'm at in my career. I want to have an intriguing finish to my career. I want to have some great individual moments, of course, great individual stretches. But there's something about taking, taking money and then leaving without anything in return. And, and you know, I think when, the, when uh, my career is done, I want to look back and be, I want fans to look back and listen, I'm a fan of sport. There's something about looking at an athlete and being like, that was, he was a great player. I loved watching him, but I never got the winning moments. I never got that moment where I got to watch him celebrate with me. We share this experience together. And, um, you know, uh, we, uh, you know, there's something weird about, uh, to me about celebrating an individual when, it should be more like we shared this together. Thank you for showing gratitude or appreciation and, and lauding the individual. But look at what we got to share together. You know, and you, you see in all sport, a Vetchkin in Washington, he has a story he can tell. Uh, you, know, um, you know, the late Kobe Bryant in L.A., he has a story he can tell. Um, you know, I, there's, there's obviously Derek Jeter in New York. He has stories he can tell. And so it's like this, it's, that's, that's my, you know, without getting, putting myself, you know, uh, you know, to getting too egotistical here, I feel a deep obligation to the team to, to win here and, um, play well, play well and win. And, uh, that's where, where my head's at. And that's really, that's really, you know, that's really what I think about. Can't think of a better way to end it than that, my friend. Yeah, cool. I, are you going to do that, uh. Are you going to do that uh, <laughs> that big headline as the uh, beginning? No. Yeah, I bet I, you will. I have no headline. No, it's <laughs> literally all I have to say is Joey Votto joins the show. Cool. And it will be the most downloaded episode in the history of podcasts. No, I, it will not be the history. This is just the, <laughs> That's I'm merely like the Jim Day podcast. So I'm not in the, you know, the Rogan realm or the Bill Simmons realm, et, yeah. et cetera. But. Well, let me get on my hands and knees and you can step on my back towards glory, okay? You can <laughs> climb that wall on my back one step at a time. Next up there will be uh, whoever's big this year, whoever's sexy this year, they're, they're next up and you can use their back as a stepping stone towards your greatness. There you go. Yeah. I have no greatness. We're I here to me, serve you. Merely just me. <laughs> I'm getting everybody at home. I'm getting nothing for for this. I haven't <laughs> I eaten know. all day today. I'm getting nothing. There's nothing I get out of this. But Jim is using me for his own. <laughs> I don't get paid for this yeah, either. But you're gonna get all <laughs> kinds of stuff out of this. I first thing you get, you get this half bottle of water here. But, That's yeah, from it me is. to you. I know, and you're dying of thirst probably now, so you're you're probably envious of this half bottle of water. Yeah, aren't you? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, my man, <laughs> Joey. I appreciate Thank it. I think the pleasure. fans appreciate the insight. Thanks for opening up and uh, of course. being you, man. I appreciate it. All right, great. See you. It is the Jim Day podcast, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Follow along at Jim Day TV on Twitter and Instagram. Joey Votto, not on social media. 
But until next time, uh, again, I hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word. hope you subscribe, rate, and review. It's the Gym Day Podcast. We'll see you next time.